Well, yesterday the news broke that the Jewel International and 2018 Dally M winner Roger Tuavasa-Shek is returning to the game that made him a household name and a superstar with the one New Zealand Warriors in 2024. It's just such good news and awesome headache to have. Where they're going to play him? I mean, uh, that's just in the future, and that's uh, for the likes of Andrew Webster to deal with. But the fact of the matter is, he's back. Uh, he had a crack at rugby. Um, it's still not over. He's still got things to do in the game. But at the end, uh, he's returning, and uh, we're all, I think, the better for that, including the man that's uh, on the phone right now. Uh, good morning to you, Cameron George, CEO of the Warriors. Morning, Smithy. This is uh, wonderful news. Uh, I think it, it surprised a few people. Um, when did you when did you seal the deal, and um, and how did it come about? Uh, to be honest, that the process because it's it's not just happened overnight. No, certainly not. Look, it's been a you know it's been a, a long conversation, so to speak. It's um, just got broader and broader over the last couple of months. But you know, sat down with Roger Management. Sort of in and around before Christmas, after Christmas, Webby and Cappy uh, you know, got involved as well. And um, look, we were very respectful and appreciated Roger's situation and his commitment to rugby. And uh, we just let that unfold and give him his space and just let him know that we're there if he wishes to explore our option. Um, and that just gradually over time you know, took place. And Webby and uh, Cappy outlaid our plans uh, from a footy sense with the club and I did the commercial side of things and, yeah, it just worked in, in our favour on this occasion and, you know, it's, it's great to have Roger back uh, next year but he's got a hell of a lot of work to do this year to represent New Zealand where he can in rugby so wish him all the best for that. Yeah, absolutely we do. And that's why I find it quite interesting that it's, it's now with so much business um, undone, so to speak. So... Why do you think now that the decision was made, and why do you think the uh, why was the announcement like now, right in the middle of uh, the work he's about to do? I think it just demonstrates to you, Smitty, um, sort of the calibre of person Roger is. Like he's he's professional. Um, he doesn't, you know, he, he wouldn't like to live two separate lives. You know, he wants to be honest. He's transparent. Um, he explored the option. He thinks it's his best option for him and his family. And he just wanted to tell his employers that now so they can plan. Uh, his teammates, most importantly, so they knew, so they didn't you know, hear it through sort of other platforms or channels. And then thirdly, it allowed us uh, as a footy club to plan for next year as well with our you know, salary cap and the recruitment and retention of players. And he's certainly a big draw card. And if we want to have the best team next year, having Roger's name out there as part of our club will help us attract uh, any other player that we wish to go after. How does that affect the cap, Cameron? Oh, look, everyone everyone has a cap to play by, and um, you know we're very comfortable where we're at with uh, with our deal, and um, you know we just move on. We're, we've still got space in our cap to keep exploring options, and um, you know Webby and Andrew the Crabden and I continually talk about what we're doing and where we're going, and it's a moving target. But um, at the end of the day, we're very comfortable with the with the position we're in as a footy club. Okay, so um, obviously um, you're not going to sit still on this one. Um, you've got other projects in mind under that cap? Yeah, of course. It's you know We just want to be the best version of uh, the NRL footy team we can be, and we're doing that by doing two things, Smitty. That's investing significantly uh, in the junior pathway system. That's all coming together really, really well. 
Um, and look, that'll have a flow-on effect over the next, you know, and start probably two or three years' time. You'll see all these young kids coming through our system into the NRL. But between now and then, there's a bit of a transition period. So we've still got to consider, you know, offshore players if, if they're the right fit for our footy club. Um, we're very, very uh, strict on our, um, you know, on our player criteria around the characteristics, what we want, um, and the type of person we want. That is our sort of first position we've got to take. And then, you know, Webby and Cappy really look into the detail of their playing performance and history and, and so on. So we're still looking, but it's a moving target. But we're also hopeful we can get kids to spring up really quickly through our system. That's an interesting uh, decision as well from Roger Tuovasa-Shek. Now, uh, as a former supposed player, um, you, you look at the environment you're about to go to or possibly thinking about going to. I don't imagine for one second he would have considered going to um, a Warriors group at the end of last season, which, to be fair, um, had a lot of question marks over it. Uh, he must have been encouraged by, one, the efforts of, of Andrew Webster, two, the performance of the team, surely. Yeah, 100%. Look, when Rog, Rog departed the club, it was for good reason. He wanted to go and explore and, a journey in, in rugby union. That, that was an interest of his, and we supported him through that, to be honest. And, and look, admittedly, I put my hand up. You know, we were at rock bottom then in the middle of that disaster over in Australia, and I couldn't hold a man that was a family man that had other aspirations to our club at that point, hence why he got the early release. So at the end of the day... Um, you know, he's watched us from afar. He, he knows getting home how important that is and the response our players are showing in that environment. And you couple that up with the changes we've made around coaching and, and, and recruitment and retention strategy and the reconnection of our pathways and to our fan base, it's a hell of a different situation to where, where he left. And I think he's really enjoying what he's seen, but with a long way to go, but he's, he's certainly been inspired by what Webby's doing, along with all the other staff and players. When he left, and it's appeared very amicable from the outside, you facilitated the move, you helped him uh, transition back to, or back across the Tasman, back to, to rugby as such. Was there ever a, um, a firm like, if you ever think about coming back, uh, could, could we be the first option? Was there anything of that nature discussed? No, mate, not really, because... Look, it's a respecting. He's a, he's a man, first and foremost, and a husband and a father, and in those times, we couldn't we couldn't ignore that, and and also his interest in coming back early was to allow him to get back into rugby earlier. Otherwise, he would have been stuck in Aussie. So, mate, it was simply a handshake and a hug. And I just said, mate, all the best. Get home. Get to your family. Be happy, and we'll keep in touch. Um, because I think it was handled really respectfully from both sides, Rog and the club. Uh, I think all those left is in you know, a really good stead. Um, you know, if anything was to ever come up again. But that wasn't a promise. That was just the way in which we managed it. And I'm just glad, looking back now, that we did do it that way because I'm sure at some stage, Lodge may have, you know, remembered how both parties handled it. Did you re-sign him on the basis having a... Um, and along with Andrew Webster um, and, and, of course... Uh, you know, the, the other people involved, did you sign him with a position in mind or you just signed him as an entity as such, knowing his versatility? Webby's got a plan. Uh, I've heard it. And, and, and it's a really good plan, the way he's sort of building for next year and, and looking at next year. And, mate, he'll elaborate on that in due course. But um, 
he understands in his mind what he wants to do, and, and I think he's definitely spoken to Roger about that and certain other players. And um, you know, it is exciting in the style and, and what he wants to build and play next year with the inclusion of Rog. And it will be the best 17 players we'll have in our club on that field, barring injury. And it'll be an exciting style of footy. Right, uh, we've, our text machine's gone hot. As you can, this is huge news, and we're massive on the Warriors here, of course, uh, at SENZ. So, uh, questions like, um, uh, Smithy, can you ask Cameron if they still have enough money for a marquee prop, which is what they need? This has come from Mark. Yeah, Mark. Um, you know, obviously, uh, the cap's a cap, but we, we have been strategically positioning ourselves to be able to achieve some purchases like Rog and others, and uh, yeah, we're still in a good position. Uh, marquee props vary, uh, they're hard to find, but at the end of the day, uh, it's not like we're close the shop now, we're, we're still we're still in the shop window, and um, you know, we'll just wait and see what happens, and there's a lot of water to go on the bridge before the end of the year. Sean Johnson is another name, obviously his form has been sparkling uh, at this point of the season. Uh, it was a headline last week about uh, the re-signing or the future of Sean Johnson going forward. Um, that's another one that is uh, frequently coming through our system here, Cameron. Now, what's the situation with Sean? Yeah, fair call. Look, you know, Sean's the happiest he's ever been. And how good is it? And look what he's doing. Um, and we're enjoying just, you know, him and Webby got such a great working relationship. They're transparent, they're open, they're honest. They have their own discussions. They know what they're doing and where they're going with things. And Look, let Sean be Sean. There's no, we don't need to stress him out about any decisions and vice versa. And he's enjoying it and playing well. So while he's doing that, we're we're supporting him uh, on his journey. Right. Um, Anzac Day game is another thing. Uh, are we due one on the side of the Tasman at some point? Shit, yes, yeah, Smitty. Come on, mate. It's time we get one game back over here to represent the Anzac Day. Um, I've been blowing up about this for, you know, a few years and, um, you know, it's time that the NRL start to bring that content over here and acknowledge this game in this country. Like, we pour so much into it. Like, and look at the announcement of Roger Tuovasi-Shek, what that's done for the game of rugby league, not only in this country but in general. And, you know, I call on the NRL to explore every opportunity to bring content here. You know, I've asked them even as late as three months ago, four months ago, five months ago on a monthly basis. Let's have a magic round over here for the NRLW. You know, why not? Let's plan it. Let's get it. Let's get into it. Um, so the Anzac Day game, it's time we have one here. But first and foremost, it's time we go over there and win on Tuesday night. It is, and that is a, a tough call on the basis of um, exercising the demons of this particular fixture from last year, uh, Cameron, but obviously the team in much better shape to do just that. Well, they are, but it is, you know, it's a task that we've failed in quite, quite badly, to be frank, over the last few years. And, um, you know, we've got, a, we've got a, a good squad that's in a good mindset and, uh, you know, they're playing well, uh, but that doesn't gift you anything when you go there on this night. So, you know, the guys have got their plan. They've got to train hard over the next few days and uh, they go there with their tails up and give it every chance they've got to win it. The surgery to, to Mighty Martin um, is of interest to the people as well, uh, obviously, and uh, Wade Egan's fitness as well. I know their personnel and playing type issues, Cameron, but particularly on, um, on those two players who uh, people are very, very interested, of course. Yeah, T um, had an operation earlier in the week. Um, 
with his ankle. Um, so he's you know he's around that eight to ten week mark, I think, at this stage. Um, so you know all things going equal, you know it, it could be about that ten ten week mark. Um, and look, Wade, it was poor, you know more of a cautionary measure with um, with the most recent head knock, uh, the extra week because we've got a short turnaround from Melbourne in the Sunday's game with the Roosters. So um, I think it's it's a smart play because it allows him to come fresh into that game where both teams are coming off a five day four day turnaround. So it's pretty it's pretty important to have some freshness in our legs then. A lot made, uh, Cameron, and, and fair enough too on the, the culture of the club and the reasons why you play and the reasons of you know people's upbringing, etc. When it comes to Anzac Day, do, do the, the players have an awareness um, of, this, of the symbolic nature of Anzac Day? Absolutely, it's you know it's a special part of our footy club uh, because we have people connected to our footy club that it, it's you know been so so special in their lives as well so look we don't promote a lot of stuff we do within it but um, we certainly do things this week to acknowledge um, the occasion and the people involved and uh, in remembrance uh, it's very important for our players to take that onto the field with them Cameron George, uh, congratulations. Uh, uh, it's a massive coup, there's no doubt about it. It certainly got uh, our station uh, really fired up with uh, all the news about it. It's just great reaction all around. So well done on that. Uh, congratulations on uh, leaving the, the, the pathway open for a, uh, a smooth return. Uh, it's just been, a good, uh, for me, a good business story as much as anything else. Uh, well done, mate. All the best. Uh, let's hope uh, Tuesday goes good, eh? Thanks, Smitty. Thank you.